This is Pulse 95. Pulse 95. Live from the Sharjah Entrepreneurship Festival. Yes, welcome back to the second hour. It is our very special live broadcast from the Sharjah Entrepreneurship Festival. And my next guest who is joining me in just a moment is a man on a mission to reimagine the human experience from education to work, spirituality and citizenry. He strives to elevate the key systems that shape humanity's future. None other than Vishen Lakhiani, the founder of Mind Valley, is going to be with us in just a moment. This is a conversation you do not want to miss. Keep it here on Pulse95. This is Pulse95. You're listening to the Life Beats podcast. This is Pulse95. Pulse95. Live from the Sharjah Entrepreneurship Festival. Get ready because we are going to be talking transformational learning now. Vishen Lakhiani is the founder of Mind Valley, an award-winning education movement. It's not just an academy, it's a movement with millions of students worldwide and growing fast. A New York Times best-selling author of The Code of the Extraordinary Mind, now translated into more than 25 languages. The founder of AFEST and Mind Valley University, two major event experiences in the field of personal transformation. He's also the creator of Mind Valley Quests, a new kind of online learning platform that produces 800% better completion rates than the industry average. He's a speaker, he's an activist, working to evolve the core systems that shape our lives, including education, work, culture, politics, and well-being. Vishen Lakhiani, welcome back to the Sharjah Entrepreneurship Festival. It's a pleasure to be here. It's fantastic to have you. We are still getting over Bohemian Rhapsody, I have to admit, from last year. You made quite an entrance uh, at last year at the festival, but this year it's bigger than ever. You guys at Mind Valley, you are partnering with Seth this year. Um, we are seeing, uh, we are in fact sitting right opposite the Mind Valley stage as we speak right now. Um, but, you know, take us back because this all, you know, came from you. You had $700, a beat up laptop. You started this company in your tiny little apartment. Why? Why Mind Valley? Why personal transformation? Why is this your thing? So, I think so much of how we function in the world today is so is so blind to what is our full human potential. Now, I, I discovered this firsthand when I was 25 years old and I moved to Silicon Valley, right? So I moved to Silicon Valley with, I had a degree in electrical engineering and computer science. I wanted to start the next hot startup, but my timing sucked. It was 2001 and the first thing that happened was the dot-com bubble burst. I'd borrowed $30,000 from my dad and I lost it all. I found myself nearly homeless. I had to rent a couch from a college student. Now, just as I got my second job, September 11 hit and the economy tanked. Once again, I was like, I was basically in huge debt. Then I crashed my car and I didn't have enough money for insurance. So now I owed so much money to fix my car and to the car I just banged up. So it was a horrible, miserable lifestyle. Now, during that time, I got a crappy job where I had to sell software to law firms, right? Now, if you've ever called up a lawyer in the middle of their busy day to interrupt them, to sell them software, 
you are going to hear more curse words and you're going to be told off more than you ever expect to be in your lifetime. So pretty soon, I sank into a depression. Now, I got on Google to search for help. I can't remember what I put on Google. Maybe it was, help me God, or maybe it was, why does my life suck so bad? And I found a class on meditation. Yeah. I took that class and something flipped in my head. All of a sudden, I intuitively knew who to call. I knew what to say. I would visualize my targets and I would hit them with ease. The result was in three months, I got promoted four times. At 26, I was made director of sales, sent to New York to start the company's New York office. And as I went deeper and deeper into the practice of transformation of personal growth, as I put on learn and learn new, new strategies, accessing altered states to raise awareness, using intuition to determine the best leads to call, being able to use creative visualization to focus on my goals and get to them, I was able to grow so fast that soon I held two jobs in the company. I was director of sales and VP of business development. Now, what happened then is that I realized I was building up another company, but it wasn't what really spoke to my soul. And I felt this calling, I felt this yearning. Nelson Mandela said, if you want to change the world, change education. And I wondered, why didn't I learn these skills in school? No one showed me how to use intuition. No one showed me how to meditate. So why didn't I figure out how to bring these to the world? And I quit around a year later. And for the next two years, working in Starbucks around the world, first in New York and then in Malaysia, I built up Mind Valley. And today, I'm excited to be here. We just celebrated our 16th birthday. Wow. And I want to be honest, our first 10 years, I had no idea what we were doing. I almost bankrupted the company multiple times because I was an idiot. I had no idea what we were doing. But the last six years have been amazing. And we've been growing and growing and growing. And now we're excited that we're about to be going public uh, as a company. But my goal is to take these ideas and embed them in every structure of human society, not just the individual, but at work where we come together to create, at schools where we as young humans learn the rules of life in terms of how we view ourselves in our relationships, in our family, as citizens of a country, as a collective species inhabiting planet Earth. My goal is to take enlightened ideas and spread them far and wide so humanity can save itself and truly become the species we are destined to be. There's so much to unpack there. Uh, it's, it's huge because, uh, you know, you went from being a software engineer uh, where actually you didn't want to be there in the first place. And that kind of brings me to your uh, rules. Let's just uh, put it that way. Um, you know, you say that you need to know the rules to break them. And there are certain right. rules that are out there that we need to not listen to. And this is very important. You know, talk to me about this idea of, of breaking free from that. Okay, so firstly, rules is a word I coined in my first book, The Code of the Extraordinary Mind. Yes. A rule is a BS rule. Rule that was imparted on us by religion, by culture, by society. And some of these rules are useful, but many of these rules that we grow up in don't serve us anymore. You know, as someone once said, tradition, is peer pressure from dead people. So many of us live our lives based on outdated concepts mm. of how the world works. Education, traditional schools have barely caught up. 
right? right? So we're creating Mind Valley schools. Work culture has barely caught up. So we are creating new models to elevate work culture mm -hmm. so work can be joyful and bring out the best in a human being. Our understanding of health and wellness has barely caught up. So many of us get on diets which don't really work. We get on exercise programs which actually stress out our body and age us faster when newer models are emerging all the time. Mind Valley is really a platform where we have incredible researchers, incredible teachers discovering the newest models, looking at the, the, the research that shows what works, and then building a transformational platform that upgrades itself faster than probably any other platform out there mm -hmm. and gets the best ideas, the best skills, the best knowledge, the most heightened information, the most elevated information to human beings so we can be our best selves. And this is what transformational learning is all about. And it's about constantly questioning and disrupting the rules, right? Being on the cutting edge of what truly works with the goal to create human beings who wake up every day excited about life, who go to work in places where their work doesn't extract from them, it fuels them, who are working on jobs and products and services that are not about short-term profit, but improving the human experience multiple generations down. And as they're doing this, they are fully aware and living their best lives in terms of mind, body, soul, and their connection to other people. Mm -mm -mm. Absolutely unbelievable. That's the game, that's what it's about. But our education program, it hardly touches on anything. The great philosopher Ken Wilber says, education right now teaches you a tiny slice of what it is to be human. It's not even education 101, it's education 0.000001. What we're trying to do is fill that gap. Oh, we've got a lot to talk about. We're going to take a short break with Vision, um, but we're going to come back and talk about what that looks like within your curriculum that millions of people have actually taken now across the world. And we're going to come back and talk about something that I feel like is, um, is thousands of years old, and yet only now we're starting to talk about more than ever, meditation. Mm -hmm. So much more to come right here on Life Beats on Pulse95. This is Pulse95. You're listening to the Life Beats podcast. This is Pulse 95. Pulse 95. Live from the Sharjah Entrepreneurship Festival. The founder of Mind Valley is here with us live at CEF 2019. Uh, Vishen, you were talking to me about how Mind Valley came about and why it's grown to be one of the biggest education platforms online in the world. You know, talking about transformational learning, but what does that look like in practical terms? to those who are being taught through Mind Valley every day? Beautiful, beautiful question. Well, first, let's talk about transformation, mm -hmm. right? Now, you use the word transformational learning, but actually, we, we rarely use that word. We separate learning and transformation as two different things. Learning is when you take on facts and data in your brain. Learning is what happens in school, geography, history. The problem with learning is that we rapidly forget. If you read a book today, studies show that within 24 hours, you'll remember maybe 80% of what you read. Transformation, though, is different. Transformation is when you take on a new understanding of the world. Transformation is an irreversible shift in your worldview. When you go from believing that the world is a scary, dangerous place to understanding that you have the ability to 
to create your reality, to create your world, that the world is safe, that you're protected, that there is a higher power watching over you. That's not something you can forget because it is a new meaning schema. It's a new way of understanding the world. Now, what Mind Valley specializes in doing is layering on new meaning schema on individuals. Learning is relatively useless to the point where I don't care if my kid goes to high school or college. It's his choice. None of it is going to have any bearing on his success or happiness in the world. But what I care about is that my kid has certain awareness and understanding of who he is as an individual. He understands how his he understands nutrition, he understands exercise, he understands intuition, he understands the mind. He understands how to use his awareness to to apply critical reflection, to constantly improve himself. Transformation is the study, it is the, the art of constantly creating yourself, creating a new you so rapidly that your friends who haven't kept in touch in 30 days have to get to know you all over again. Mind Valley, that's what we focus on. And I believe it is a far better way of, of shifting lives than traditional schooling. None of the things that you've just mentioned actually get taught in school. Zero. It's slowly changing. In November 13, we launched our first school program, partnered with Taylor's International School in Malaysia. We took a group of teens, and you know what we taught them? We taught them how to go deep in meditation, how to listen to their heart, how to test, how to apply intuition to make decisions. We showed them how to apply consciousness to shift luck and their and synchronicity so they move faster towards their goals. We showed them how to develop autonomy and independence, how to develop a more authentic vision for themselves and ignore the voices of parents and culture and society and media that tells them what to do and who to be. So we're bringing this to schooling systems in a rapid pace. It's, it's, actually, it's actually now 450 schools that have written to us in the past couple of months. We can't keep up with the Where demand. Where are these located, these schools? Globally, all around the world. Wow. All around the world. Um, and what we're, ages we're are you looking at? We're racing to keep up. What? what ages are you looking at? So our youngest experiments are at pre-K. We have a program called Mind Valley University where thousands of people move to a city together and we have schools for teens, schools for uh, transformation programs for adults, transformation programs for kindergarten. Now, I started this because my daughter was five years old. She's now six. But I want to make sure that these ideas are accessible to, to my daughter. So honestly, I'm just doing this so my kids grow up in a better world. Everything I bring to the world, I ask myself, will Hayden and Eve benefit from that? Mm. This entire company is built because I want to create the best damn possible world for my two children. That's incredible. Um, let's go, go back to meditation, something that uh, you talk about. Um, and, and it has had an impact on you from the very beginning. Now everybody's talking about meditation. Um, everybody from you know Bill Gates to um, uh, Michael right. Jordan. It's so everyone. so amazing to see. It's become trendy. You know, let's no, 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 just no, no. say that's not true. It's not trendy. Trends disappear. Meditation is not trendy. If you look at the book Altered Traits by Daniel Goldman, you will see that there is an exponential curve in terms of modern scientific research on meditation. It's not trendy. We've certainly become aware. Mm -hmm. This is not something that's going to disappear. In fact, people are going to be spending more and more and more time in inner states 
as we progress as a species. Because it's not new. It's been done for thousands of years. Yeah, but it was done in a very outdated way. The style of meditation that we look at is more science-based. It doesn't neglect or ignore or diminish the spiritual traditions of the East. It layers onto them modern science and expands upon them to make them even more effective. So let's kind of um, zoom in a little bit to daily practice. You know, if somebody was going to do this now, somebody who hasn't meditated before and, and wants to do it, first of all, why are you so big on meditation? Why does it? Why did it make such a big difference for you? And how can people do it now? Well, I believe that the meditation... Of, now, there are different meditation styles. Okay, the yes. one that I advocate, the one that I designed after 15 years of experience in this field and launching meditation apps like Omvana, the one I designed is called the six-phase meditation. I made it completely free on the web. If you Google it, everything out there on it is free. I allow people to to add on to it, to modify it. In fact, this conference is going to end with me conducting the six-phase meditation. Now, the six-phase meditation is gaining popularity because so many U.S. sports stars are advocating it. Tony Gonzalez, the NFL Hall of Famer, just gave an interview. He mentioned it. Bianca Andrescu, who just beat Serena Williams in the U.S. Open, when she was asked for her secret, she held up my book, The Code of the Extraordinary Mind, and she's attended and graduated from our class on the six-phase meditation. So I share that because this is effective stuff. A lot of people say, I don't have time for meditation because I lead a busy life. A lot of entrepreneurs say, I can't meditate because my brain doesn't shut down. But they are looking at meditation wrong. The six-phase isn't about quieting your mind. It isn't about clearing your mind. It's about the effective focusing of your mind to improve your performance and solve problems. I don't believe that we need more people in the world who need to go within into endless introspection. I believe we need to go within into introspection, into self-awareness, into turning our problems into projects, and then come out of that space ready to take on the world. My new book is called The Buddha and the Badass. It's about how we need to unify these two pillars of ourselves, our spiritual core with our badassery, our desire to disrupt the world, to change industries, to create new companies, to become the next sporting legend. So I'm trying to unify these two spaces, and and this is what is happening right now. And I'm so blessed that without asking, so many sports stars have started advocating this. Miguel, the R&B pop singer behind behind the songs of the movie Coco. On my meditation, if you read his interview with Billboard, he says he does the six phase before getting on stage at every concert. Wait a minute. Okay, so uh, talk to us about what is this six phase meditation? Why is it different? Why does it work? Okay, so firstly, we got to understand that meditation is not about clearing your mind. In fact, that's the very what they tell us. You know, clear your mind, empty it, and I'm yeah, like, I can't. No. Emily Fletcher, the great meditation teacher uh, behind the Ziva Meditation Program, says. Asking someone to clear their mind is like asking the heart to stop beating. It doesn't happen. The mind, according to a Zen proverb, is like a drunken monkey constantly jumping from branch to branch. You can't clear the mind. It's about focusing the mind. Now, the sixth phase looks at six different transcendent practices. A transcendent practice is any practice of going within. Mm. It looks at six different scientifically proven transcendent practices that are layered onto each other. All of these are designed to create a massive shift in how you function and show up in the world. The first is loving kindness or compassion. I derived that from Zen philosophy. So we start the sixth phase with a compassion practice. It takes about three minutes. Then we go to gratitude. Gratitude is so exciting. There's so much science on it. Gratitude 
is the human characteristic that science now says has the highest correlation with overall well-being. So we go to gratitude in a specific way. Then we go to a forgiveness protocol. Forgiveness is a superpower. When you learn to forgive, to remove charges, to remove negativity, your, your brain and your body actually transforms. Studies in Israel, at the University of Utrecht, at the BioCybernaut Institute are showing that forgiveness makes you a better human. Not only do you improve your endurance, not only does it relieve pain, not only do you sleep better, but you're able to do more in less time and your spiritual abilities expand. So th the third phase is forgiveness. Now the first three phases are all about your present emotional state. But the unique thing that makes us human is not just that we exist in a present emotional state, but it's that we have dreams and aspirations for the future. No other animal visualizes their future in that way. Now the next four phases are about that future. Phase four is where you apply your mind to visualize your life three years in the future. Phase five is where you apply your mind to declare how today is going to unfold. And it is remarkable how much power we have to actually create synchronicities, coincidences, and shift the, real the fabric of reality. It's not something that people talk about right now, but it will be in 10 years. Companies will be deploying new protocols to teach their employees to shift the fabric of reality, to not just heal your body, but to influence space-time. Then you come to phase six, which is where, phase six is called the blessing. Phase six is where you connect to whatever higher power you believe in. We all, many of us come from a, a beautiful religious tradition, whether it's Islam or Christianity. This is where you unify the first five phases with your own tradition. And we call that the blessing. So when you stack it all together, you have a very powerful protocol that transforms your life. But don't take it from me. Google six phase, check news and watch the celebrities and stars who talk about this. And again, it's completely free. I made it free because I don't need to make money from this. What I want is to disrupt the current human experience because so many of us live below our potential. We need to come back and talk about all of that because this is crazy. There is so much to, to, to unpack there, particularly bending reality. Mm -hmm. I think I'm stuck on that one. I'm stuck on phase five. <laughs> that, so, so that, that book is coming up. My, book is called a, my next book is called A Human's Guide to Bending Reality. It's well, out in the next two years. Well, we got to talk a little bit about that and a lot more. That's all coming up here on uh, Life Beats, our special broadcast from the Sharjah Entrepreneurship Festival 2019. This is Pulse 95. You're listening to the Life Beats podcast. This is Pulse 95. Pulse 95. Live from the Sharjah Entrepreneurship Festival. We are talking uh, the six phases of meditation, particularly in the way that uh, Vishen Lakhiani, the founder of Mind Valley, likes to do it and how it's transforming the lives of people across the world, including some of the world's greatest sports stars, entrepreneurs, and so many more. But talk to us a bit more about, you touched on it, Vishen, about how meditation can actually alter the mind and alter the way um, that we think, you know, putting us into states of creative flow. But talk to us a bit more about that and why it's so effective. Absolutely. So firstly, modern science hasn't really figured out how our brain works. But we do know that our brains pulse at different frequencies. There's alpha, beta. Beta is the waking state. Alpha is a more relaxed state when we're in meditation. Theta is a 
is an even more relaxed state, almost as if we're going to sleep, and delta is the level we're at when we are asleep. Now, in between all of these phases, there are little nuances. There's alpha amplitude, there is left-right brain coherence, mm -hmm. and there are labs around the world mapping these states. But the entire thing is called altered state training. And altered state training, if you read the book Stealing Fire by Stephen Kotler, uh, and Jamie Wheel has now become a trillion dollar industry. Everyone from the US Marines to sports stars to CEOs are doing some form of altered state training to tap into new abilities of the mind. So if we say meditation, it's a very limited aspect of altered state training. Let me give you an example. As we are recording this, if I look out the window, I see on stage Alsu Kaspakova. She's running a class right now on SCF. And you notice people are raising their hands up, taking a deep breath, then exhaling. That is breath work. She's teaching breath work as a way to access altered states to download information. In the book, Stealing Fire, Jamie Wheel, the author of the book, says every festival around the world has to include breath work because breath work, he says, is a form of religion 2.0. It, it changes our awareness putting us in an altered state, giving us access to insights, to information, to critical reflection of our own story to make us better human beings. So we talk about meditation, but that's just a tiny slice. You can also access altered states through pharmacology, ayahuasca experience, and other plant medicine that Native American shamans have been doing for ages. Mm -hmm. You can access it through breath work. You can access it through biofeedback and neurotraining. But the, co the common denominator is, as we explore these altered states, we become not astronauts, right? Observing outside physical space, but I guess you could say inner knots, for lack of a better word. Going within to understand who we are, and then coming out with greater wisdom, greater abilities, greater superpowers to show up in the world. Something that I hear you talking about um, is uh, your theory that hustling is a big myth that we oh, are it's such all bullshit. something that is completely false. Why do you think that? that be, because some, of, a lot of the world's biggest entrepreneurs, we are here talking right. to entrepreneurs. They say you need to hustle, you need to work hard. This is it. That's where they have it's no at. idea what they're talking about. Now, now let me put that in context. Right, the human soul was not put on planet Earth to struggle, to toil, to experience hard work. Why would the soul desire that? The soul was here to elevate itself, to discover, to create, to connect, to fall in love. Now, we take away our true nature of the soul by creating this human lie that hard work is the secret for success. Look at workers in Chinese factories. They work hard. Are they, are they happy? So don't give me that BS about hard work. Now, I understand why there are speakers out there who talk about hard work, who talk, talk about toil. If you're talking to a teenager who is hooked on a PlayStation and you want to get them off their butt to go and do something in the world, they need to hear that message. They're not here to, they're not ready for the message that they are spiritual beings having a human experience. No, exactly. Right? So if you're talking to kids, if you're talking to teenagers, if you're talking to people with a very basic level of understanding of who they are, tell them about hard work. But once they get there, you got to get them to the next level of human awareness, which is where you can hack the system. You can create 
flow, you can access altered states. It's not about how hard you work. It's about how connected you are to your inner abilities. This is the domain of intuition. This is the domain of bending reality. So I shared with you how I saw my career soar in Silicon Valley. Let's put all the pieces together. I took a class on meditation. What I learned in that class is how to access altered states, theta level brainwave frequency, which is correlated with intuition. Yeah. This is the brainwave frequency that legend has it, Nikola Tesla and Edison access to come up with some of the ideas. It's a sleepy state. Most people are not awake at that level, but you can train yourself to be awake at theta. And here you see imagery in the form of dreams. You can train yourself to go into waking theta. Now that is what I learned. Now here's the application. Back at, back at that time, we used the Yellow Pages, the phone book. Yeah. I would have to go to the San Francisco Public Library, check out the Yellow Pages, call every lawyer from A to Z in my designated territory, which was San Antonio. Everyone else did it that way. They did the hard work. I didn't. I used an inner state. I accessed data. I was able to move my hand down the Yellow Pages and intuitively know who to call. I would call only people whom I felt a slight tingling sensation that I had to make that phone call. Overnight, I doubled my closing rate. So this is data. Overnight, I doubled my closing rate. And in one week, I was doing twice as many sales as before. Then I went deeper into other forms of altered states. Can you access waking delta to shift reality? Again, there's, there's studies on this. Double my sales again and double my sales again. This is how I was able to do the job of two people. I wasn't working hard. In fact, I was working decent hours coming back and on nights and weekends, creating Mind Valley on the side. Mm. Everyone needs to learn this. If you're skeptical, I don't blame you. Your schooling system has brainwashed you. Your culture has brainwashed you. I'm here to unbrainwash people, to get people back to their natural state, to the God-given abilities that we all have within us. We're all made of the same stuff. I'm no one special. I can do this because I bothered to get trained. Everyone else can as well. That's what Mind Valley is about. I'm the product of my product. And I want to get this product to every school, to every government, to every country in the world. This is extraordinary. And I need to ask you, you know, you have had um, so many experts and teachers come through. How many have you had? Do, do you know to So Mind Valley is laser focused. We focus on 30 different world-class teachers. Okay, you've got 30 different. I want you uh, just to share a couple you know, from your favorites that have stood out where you've learned something totally surprising. Well, let's talk over. about the two teachers who are here on stage, right? Jim Quick. Yes. So, so Jim Quick teaches memory and he teaches our speed reading program. So we, we recently launched in September the speed reading program with Jim Quick. It's called Super Reading. And what we're seeing right now is that of thousands of people who enroll in the class, the average increase in reading speed is over 2x. So it's about 2.2, 2.3 comprehension goes up. So you're being twice as fast and understanding better. Mm. It is a myth that if you speed read, you lose comprehension. So this is a game changer. Imagine how your life changes when you can consume and understand information at double your existing rate, right? Absolutely incredible. Now the other speaker we had yesterday was Shafali Sabari. She's amazing. She's been on Oprah seven times for good reason. She teaches parents how to transform themselves and thus transform their relationship with their child. This has been so powerful for me because I grew up in Indian culture and therefore some of my ideas of parenting came from Asia. Shafali is also of Indian origin. She grew up in India, moved to the US. And what I learned from her is that Asian parenting 
is horrible. It needs to be cast into the garbage bin of human history, right? There are better ways to parent where we truly allow a child to live their own truth. But you got to be prepared as a parent to go through a mass learning. When I was trained by Shafali, I was in shock because I realized how many mistakes I was making that could ultimately affect my relationship with my son and daughter as share, they grew share up. Share a couple of those with us. Well, for example, I came back from work and I would decide that I was going to invest 30 minutes after work of dad and Hayden time. And I'd pick up an encyclopedia, put my son in my lap and read an encyclopedia with him. And Shafali is like, why are you doing that? And I'm like, well, because it's my responsibility. I've got to teach my kid. She's like, do you send your kid to school? And I'm like, yeah. She goes, why do you think? Do you think your school is not good enough? I'm like, no, it's one of the best schools in the country. Yeah. She goes, why do you understand vision? Why your son looks so bored when you're reading him that encyclopedia? He just came back from a seven hour workday at school. Now he has homework and now he comes back and he just wants to chill with dad and maybe watch a cartoon show on Netflix. But you make him continue learning. Do you realize that not only are you damaging your relationship with your son, but you are putting ridiculous amounts of pressure on him when he just needs to relax, to chill, to be with his dad. Stop reading encyclopedias to him. Stop this dumb idea that daddy Hayden time is a thing. And instead, just watch a cartoon with him. So that itself was like a mind-blowing revelation. I realized I was imposing my beliefs on my child. Wow. Um, that is a lesson for so many parents because we're like that in, in the Arab culture and the Middle East as well. Uh, before I let you go, I want you to talk to us a little bit about this, being at SEF, uh, the Entrepreneurship Festival here. Um, you recently actually shared huge struggles that you went through with Mind Valley after 10 years of being a CEO. Um, incredible, incredible setbacks and how you came out of that. Talk to us a little bit about that. And right. I think a lot of people can well, learn from that. Well, the problem with many entrepreneurs is entrepreneurship is not meant to be easy. Mm -hmm. There's going to be times when you will get hit sideways, right? Now, as you learn to master inner states, it gets easier and easier. But look, I, I had to learn all of this. I wasn't born with any of these abilities. I had to learn intuition. I had to learn how to access altered states. I had to learn how to use my mind to visualize and manifest my goals. And in that learning process, over 10 years of starting at the company, I went through many times when I almost lost everything. What I realized today is that that is by design. As Rumi said, the wound is the place through which light enters. Every time you get wounded, you grow up, you learn. Every time I reach near bankruptcy, I learn something new. And I learned a new way to show up in the world and to grow my business. Let's just now, be clear. Rumi, you were stolen from several times, including from your oh, yeah, accountant, yeah, I had, I had a, your I had my, my trusted accountant yeah. steal from me. I learned from that, right? Your COO, your best friend even. Well, I, I had a... I, definitely had a, a falling out with the guy I started the company with, who was my best friend. Yeah. But we healed it. I forgave him. We healed it. Um, and everything is good. So the Rumi said, Oh, ye who cannot take a good rub, how will you ever become a polished gem? Now, by shifting my mental model and seeing any form of suffering, any form of setback, any form of failure as simply information to get better, you become more resilient to failure. And this is another form of transformation. I transform. I went from going, oh, damn it, how the 
hell did I get here? Why is this happening to me? Why? Why do I have to go through this struggle? That's to, what everyone oh, asks wow, themselves. To, to a different level, of different level of understanding in the world where every time I have struggle, I'm like, oh, wow, this is really cool. What am I going to, can't wait to see what I'm going to learn here. Whole different That's way. That's a transformational shift. Of looking at it. It's a whole different paradigm. Oh my gosh. We have so much that we would love to talk to you about vision, but just, you know, the final thing. Um, that I would love for you to leave us with, you know, um, that kind of truth that you have learned in the last 22 years that you've been doing this, you know, what is the one thing that people need to change to transform their lives and their reality? The one thing is make personal growth your number one thing. The one thing is that the one thing should be your personal growth. Start a daily practice of meditation, of exercise, of healthy eating, of listening to podcasts, of going through programs. If you have to take away an hour from your work, just do it. You will find that you will come out of this hamster wheel of life. You will find that your, your, your need, your imaginary need to work long hours will start to break down. You will get more done in less time. But as you do it, you'll become healthier. Your relationships will improve. Your, your emotional states will start shifting. You'll wake up every day excited about life. The, stress, the anxiety, the depression that hits so many people, you'll become immune to that. But you got to make one shift. You got to understand that your life has to be dedicated to personal growth, to constantly evolving yourself. And you got to make the commitment, whether it's 20 minutes a day on your Mind Valley app. I suggest people do an hour a day, 20 minutes of Mind Valley, 20 minutes of exercise, gym, meditation, journaling, healthy eating. Um, and then another 20 minutes listening to a podcast or whatever. When you make that commitment everything in life shifts That's and my it. job is to get a billion people to make that commitment a billion people a that billion. is your aim that you're working towards we're already at millions so a billion isn't far off it isn't that far off amazing vision lakiani what an absolute pleasure it is to have you with us here at pulse 95 live from the Sharjah entrepreneurship festival thank you fantastic and vision has more uh, coming up here at the festival make sure you are here your next session is at what time I have no idea. My, my team tells me <laughs> it is where here to be this afternoon. It is going to be this afternoon, along with uh, some fantastic speakers. Be here, be part of it. That's it for us uh, at the Sharjah Entrepreneurship Festival. But the broadcast does continue with Future Talk. Keep it here on Pulse ninety five. This is Pulse ninety five. Tune in live every weekday from ten a.m.